1: It's match day three of this season's Champions League and already Celtic face what could be a make or break tie against Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid. This is Tino with the Countdown to Kick-Off show and I'm joined here for the very first time by Asum. Some of you may know Asum from his contributions to the 67 Hill Hail channel, but Asum, first of all, welcome to the Celtic Exchange and how much are you looking forward to this one on Wednesday night?
0: Thanks Tino, hi everyone. Um... Big fan of your show and all the work you do. So um, delighted to be on and contributing. Um, yeah, but looking forward to it. I think we're we're all in a good place right now, you know, as a club in terms of the fan base as well. We're all looking forward to Wednesday. I think obviously coming on the back of, of um, the weekend result and the performance as well, I think, you know, that's probably as good as we've been all season. So it just gives you that added confidence. Um, we all know how difficult it will be tomorrow. But I think after the deflation of what happened in match day two of the Champions League, for us to have now backed it off with a couple of good domestic victories, it's good to go into this game with a bit of confidence again. We all know it's going to be tough, but I think we can go into it, at least looking forward to it.
1: I think so, and I think, yeah, you've, you've always said the, the pain of that late goal <laughs> by
0: Lazio, but I actually think,
1: in a positive way, the, the players will have been desperate to get back to Champions League stuff, you know, such a sore want to lose, such a, a late goal in a game that we, you know, pretty much dominated, you know, yes. they're a good side, let, let's not forget, but... The players will have just been desperate to get back to it. And, you know, tomorrow night gives us that perfect opportunity. Asim, I've obviously spoke to the different guys on the show um, in recent weeks about how we fared against Lazio and Feyenoord before that. But what is your general take on on how we've done over those two games? Obviously, result-wise, not great. Yeah. But what was your thoughts on the two performances?
0: I think in terms of performance, it's as comfortable as I've seen us. In, you know, uh, at, a, at the start of our Champions League campaign, that's two games – both of which, you know, I thought for large spells we were we were well in. Obviously the Lazio one you've you've alluded to, I thought we dominated. And then I I remember watching the Lazio game back. Just to, cause sometimes in the heat of the moment, especially when you're at the ground, you know, you, you you get caught up in the emotion of the game. And so I watched it back thinking because I, I left there thinking we should have we should have won that. We were quite good. So I wanted to watch it back and see. And I think again, I felt that we were we were very, very comfortable. and um, kind of the second half especially, I thought there's only going to be one winner. So I think that's what made it all the more painful. But in terms of the overall picture, both the Feyenoord first half and then obviously the Lazio overall, I think Brendan's got us set up in a way that's the right way. I feel like, you know, we, we're, we're in the game. We're, we're comfortable. We're making it harder for teams to create chances. Again, I don't know. We, we'll obviously see how tomorrow goes, but both Feyenoord and Lazio didn't really have much against us, especially obviously when it was 11v11 in, in, in Rotterdam. So I've been I've been pleased with how we've set up in both games because there, you often go into these Champions League games and you just feel like, oh, the goal's coming, you know, you're you're watching it, you know, behind your behind your hands and you're just dreading and I, I didn't feel like that in both those games. Obviously the inevitability of, of what happened um in the last steel game it hurt, but I think we can take the positives from from how we played. Um and it's just about that f- quality in both ends of the pitch now, isn't it? And it's just about making sure that we cut out mistakes and we put away our chances.
1: Yeah, we, we had a chat uh, last night when recording the weekly show, so myself, James and Miff, and we were just talking about the, the lessons that Celtic should have and, and I'd like to think will have learned from those two games. And one of the key messages, and I think you touched on it there, was it, it's all well and good playing well in spells, but we need to get that complete performance, yep. don't we? We need that 90 plus minutes where it's full focus and fully switched on, as we've seen against Lazio. You switch off for a second, yeah. and you can lose a you know a late goal, which just undoes all the good work. But we're talking about other things, you know. You've got to score when you're on top. We, we got that early lead through Kyogo, but couldn't quite capitalize on it. But I asked James specifically what he thinks the players will, will have learned, and he made a really good point, and I think it's a it's a strong one. He thinks that the players and the manager, of course well, I've learned that we belong at this level. Yep, we've got zero points. You can't argue with that. But in terms of performance, how we set up, as you say, I think we do belong at this level. But I suppose ultimately you need to turn the talking and the performances into results. But what's your take on that?
0: Yeah, uh, you you look at it in terms of progression as a club. And obviously we've got a new manager, so it's, it's hard to read too much into last season. But last season was our obviously our first season back in the Champions League after quite a while. So you you almost used that as, okay, that's a learning curve, and I think we all felt the performances were pretty strong.
1: You've been listening to The Count at the Kick-Off on the Celtic Exchange. To continue listening to this episode and to support what we do, simply subscribe right now to the Celtic Exchange Plus at thecelticexchange.com slash plus. It takes less than two minutes to get set up, and for less than a five-hour-a-month, you can enjoy all of our pre- and post-match shows, our special episodes with ex such as Luba Moravchik and Martin O'Neill, as well as a full version of the Celtic Exchange Weekly every Monday night. The link to get started is in the show notes for this episode, so click there right now and we'll see you back at the Celtic Exchange Plus in just a few minutes. More podcasts, more reaction, more Celtic, all on the Celtic Exchange Plus. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.